Guess what he said, y'all? Action! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back! Guess what? We here for another episode. It's a hard one today. Yeah, and I know y'all heard me say that before. Well, welcome to 25% Podcast. But this episode is going to air in the future, but tomorrow marks two years. One of my close friends, my best friends, she passed away on May 18th. And it's also one another one of my best friends' birthday. So I have to put on a smiley face, but I am taking off tomorrow. I have to. I said I am. I'm going to try. See how things work. Well, being, being a boss, she worked with me for 10 years, and my team isn't just always my employees and team. They're my family. And we built a plat- uh, strong relationship and friendship. So I have to put on a smile, and I've been holding on and anxiety of thinking and stuff of that nature. But she's her uh, burial places in another site. But as a, being a boss, I have to still go because I still have other team members that depend on me. So I have to, you know, bring that back. You know, I have to keep going and because other people are dependent on me. But some days I don't feel like going. Some days I want to sit there and weep and talk, think, to, think about her and talk to her. And no, I'm not crying right now. I did enough of that last night um, and talk to her. But I'm not going to go on that soap opera today and, um, you know, right now at this moment in time because I have a fine guest that's here um, and I want to talk to him about business, talk to him about situations. And let's get it going. Let's get it crunk. Click like, click share, click follow, tag a friend, leave a comment. Tell me some things you want to hear about me and tell me some things you want to Hear about me, no. Uh, hear about what I do in business and stuff. But I'm going to let this gentleman get on because I can go on and on and on to the break of dawn. Isn't that a rap song? Yeah. All right. But what's your name? Uh, Dion Johnson. Baby, you got to speak up. Dion Johnson. All right, Mr. Johnson. What's going on? Doing good. How about yourself? I'm fine. Tell us about what type of business do you own? So I own Lawn Spa, the landscaping company here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, we do commercial and residential landscaping. Well, you're perfect because I meet with my landscaper tomorrow and my newly getting my house remodeled. And my budget is kind of high. So give me some tips. Y'all look at me. I'm talking to him about business, but I'm about to give me some landscaping tips. Give me some tips. I mean, well, tips for as you're trying to get new sod put in, trees removed, what exactly are you doing? So actually what we're doing tomorrow for the appointment, I would like to take your car too, so I would like to sit down and meet with you as well. Okay. Um, we're just going over the layout of how the landscaping in the backyard will be done. Um, how much does it cost to remodel yards? It really depends on the square footage, <coughs> the kind of sod, the kind of flowers. So to be honest with you, we need to come out and look at it. Before we even give a price, and I don't want to tell you something without seeing the project. So okay. it, it ranges depending on the size. Just of what give you me want. some ranges. I mean, it could be like we did a, a remodel last summer for a customer. Um, it was eighteen thousand. Um, some projects can be five to ten thousand, twenty, thirty. It just depends. Um, That's way cheaper than the budget they allocated for me. It was like my budget was like. Should I be saying that on here? But I don't know. But it's way more than that. Yeah, like I said, it depends on the size. The customer's yard wasn't that big. It was a, a smaller backyard. In the front yard, they needed new side, uh, playground area for their kids, uh, mulch. And then we took out some uh, some bushes and put it in some rose, roses and everything like that. So it really depends. Okay. So you do the lighting, too, for your customers? We don't do lighting. Um, we do trees. Uh, we can do retaining walls. 
pine straw, sod, all that kind of stuff. Okay, and you dressed in your suit today, so you ain't coming in uniform. So you just like letting them know, baby, I can switch it up, swap it out, let y'all have it. Yeah, I mean, you know, coming from work, kind of changed and came in here. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, I thank you for taking your time off because I know in this time that they really need you. This is your busy season. Yes. So I really appreciate that. Where can people find you if y'all need, they need lawn care? Um, our website is www.lawnspotga.com. Um, you also can follow us on our Instagram at lawnspotga.com. Okay, so and so, what are some good things about business? How long you been in business? This year marks seven years um, wow. for us, and so so your fifth year basically hit around a pandemic. Yeah, did that affect you? No, um, you know the thing about us uh, or any business is you have to continue to evolve and keep selling. So um, for us, we continue to pound the payments develop new partnerships. So the last three years, our revenue has actually increased, um, which really? is fortunate for us as a business because we um, we position ourselves uh, from a pricing standpoint where we don't price ourselves out of business. So a lot of people don't know their numbers, and they will either be priced too low or priced too high. So we're right in the middle where we can make money, but our customer also feels like value is being given to them. And not taking taking advantage of. Yeah. So what are the strengths? What differentiate your business from other um, lawn care places? Well, you know, one of the biggest things about us is we give back. So uh, we have a partnership with Green Care for Troops, and what we do is we uh, cut lawns for military professionals for free. So oh. we believe in giving back. Um, we do that. We've had a scholarship program for our company in the past, and we donate to, you know, shelters and do things of that nature. You know I was in the Navy, huh? Okay. Well, go on the Green Camper Troop site and sign up. I'll give that to you before I leave today, and they'll get you somebody to come out and, you know. Now, it's for deployment, though, so if you're not deploying, let me make that. I'm going to Afghanistan tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, anybody who's being deployed, go on that website, and they'll definitely get you set up. So you said I got to go out the country? Yep, deployment. I got to go out the country. They used to, when we first started with them, they used to do it where anybody, but they had to change it because – you have so many military people that you don't have enough contractors willing to do that free service. But that's what kind of makes us different from other landscaping companies. We so in other words, y'all get back to y'all hear this. Not only he's a business owner, but he's a business owner that cares about those that fight for our country. And he also wants to, you know, partner and show that to whom much is given, much is required. Now, what's your favorite quote? Because the one I just said was mine. And I'm all over the place. But what's your favorite quote? Well, um, you know, the, the, the true measure of a man is what they do for others. Um, and Dr. King, he talks about that, and that's one of my favorite quotes, you know, the measure of what, you, what you're giving back to others. So we try to live that as a company and as individuals. We try to do that and give back. So yeah. so if you give someone else that wants to start a landscaping business, would you recommend this? How is your business structure? Well, it's an LLC, um, uh, and it's me, um, owner, my wife, co-owner, and then we have like seven employees, and I hire also contractors that work for me as well. Okay, so if you wanted to recommend someone who wants like an up-and-coming landscaper, how much would you, I mean, what, how would you tell them to structure their business? Well, the main thing I would say is, um, you know, know what your price point is. So, for example, you don't have to go out and buy, spend $300,000 buying all the, the best equipment and the biggest, brightest trucks. Get you something you can afford to get started. Know exactly what your break-even point is and then price your business that way. So um, 
So you're not chasing your tail. So every yard, you need to know, okay, it's $75. You got your insurance. You have gas. You have workman comp. Everything that goes into that so that you know what your profit margin is. So you can't go out there cutting yards for $20 and then having all your insurance and everything and stay in business. So a lot of people have been hit during the pandemic because they don't know P&L. They don't understand fuel costs and all that because the gas is, you know, $5, $6 a gallon. That has to be passed on to the customer or else you won't go out of business. And a lot of businesses, a lot of business owners in the prior to the um, COVID hitting, they were kind of frustrated because they couldn't get some of the benefits. But as I expressed to them is that to have your books in order so in case a natural disaster happened. When a natural disaster happens, your books are in order, you can receive the benefits. You're entitled. It's not like the government didn't want to give them to you. You just didn't have proof that you had a business because you want to keep everything. And I talk to customers all the time, and I tell them, report all your income and file and stop trying to write every single thing off because you need to show income to, in order to accomplish things and acquire other things. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and, and for us as a company, we were fortunate during the pandemic. We received several grants mm-hmm. um, because our business was set up the right way. Like you said, you mm-hmm. know, having license, having insurance, and having all your books in order Mm-hmm. That way, when the SBA comes around, you can get everything done. You don't have to make up a manufacturer because now they're going around and mm-hmm. catching people who made up numbers and all that kind of stuff. But everything we had was above the board. So that's definitely a big benefit. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. So, yes, and that's it. But I'm glad that you have your seven employees. How did you like having employees? How do you like that? Um, you know, I come from management in corporate America. Uh, I spent about 13 years in management before I started my business. So You look young. Well, appreciate that. So for me, that's the easiest part, managing people. The hardest part is finding good people. That's uh, the hardest thing. Because, you know, with landscaping, you have people to work for you to have talents themselves. And so sometimes you may go out on a job and they're sitting there giving somebody a card, trying to come back later and do something on the side. You have that. I think um, that's so stupid. Yeah, it is, but, you know, it's the, the nature of the beast. But I have a friend, I have a close friend, and I, hopefully he watched my show because he'll know I'm talking about him. He does that all the time. I was like, we was talking about pool cleaning. I was like, okay, when I get my pool built, I want, you know, I'm going to go with these people. And I was like, how much you pay for your pool cleaning? Oh, the guy do it for me on the side. I was like, dude, you just can't support, like, he charging you 100 the company charging you 125 Like, you really, like, you, where's the insurance? Where's the, like, responsibility? Support the business. He is penny pitching. And it's, well, I can't pass my comment because he might be listening. But, no. Mm-mm. I think that people need to, I think it's, people need to stop doing that. It affects the business owners. And then the people that are doing it on the side, you got to realize you're paying me this amount, but I'm providing payroll, payroll taxes, insurance, and benefits, and I'm providing a vehicle for them. I'm providing the supplies that they use. I'm supplying overhead. So it's not like I'm just getting all this money and nothing else is attached to it. So that's something that you have to focus on. So I want to play a little game with you, if you're okay with it. Okay. All right. It's a fun business game. All about business. Strictly to the business, baby. Click, like, click, share, drink, follow, how. Hey, I got to make sure we get some more of these um, mugs because you guys need to order. They are pretty cool. Like, these mugs are coming. I'm going to want the support. Like, I really need the support for y'all who are going to build it. But I'm going to make a little podcast for that little thing. So, I want you to tell me something about your business, and I'm going to guess if you're telling the truth or telling a lie. Only about business. 
So tell me a situation, a story, or something about your business. I don't want nothing about you personal, and I'm going to see it. I'm going to guess if you're telling me the truth or you're telling me a lie. But 9 out of 10, you're always telling the truth because you look like you're a straightforward man and you don't play no games. Okay. Um, let's see. Like it be a, like a scenario about something happened within the business, like basically? Oh, you can probably say, like, I own my business and I have this many locations, or this is what I do for my customers. I had this customer to do X, Y, and Z, and this is the way I handle it. And you got to tell me the truth, uh, you know, liar. My business has, you know, something fun. Let's just make an interaction. Let's go. Okay. Um, my business does uh, vendor appreciation where we uh, buy food for our vendors and give them gift cards. Just a, a thank you. Um, something I learned in corporate America to give back to people to give you business. You're telling the truth. Because you told me you learned it in corporate America. <laughs> you just told me you're a giving back person. So I know you're telling the truth. Tell me another situation. Let's go one more. Um, I had to fire a guy um, one time. Well, just when we first started, I had a young guy working for me. He was on his lunch break, um, and he was sl- slid down in the seat in the truck. And I was in the lawnmower, and I kind of noticed that he was um, – down the seat, so I pulled up on him, and he jumped up real quick. And I was like, what are you doing? He, oh, no, I'm not doing anything. So I'm like, all right, well, lunch break is over, so we'll get back to work. So we get back to work, we finish up, we get in the truck. Truck smell like weed. So I asked him, I'm like, were you smoking weed in my truck on your lunch break? No, no, I wasn't smoking weed in, in, on, my, on your lunch break. Well, obviously, I know what weed smells like. Being in high school, anybody been in high school or college knows what weed smells like. Child, so, any human knows what weed smells like. Go so, ahead, yeah. So anyway, long story short, I'm going to have to fire him. So you want me to tell you if that's the truth or a lie? Yeah. It's the truth. Yep. Because the way you're so detailed with that story, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Guess what? Y'all got 100, 100. I'm just reading this character because this man, like I said, he don't play no games. But again, you do have employees that try you, do have them that test you. But the thing about it is you got to just, you know, like, I don't play no games. Time to go. Like I learned that is you should take long to hire and easy to fire instead of taking long to fire and easy to hire. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, being in, in leadership, the one thing that people understand is I'm responsible for these people and their families. And so I try to make sure that I take that into consideration when I'm doing Say that business. again, please. You're responsible for them. I mean, they help me feed my family, but I feed their family also by giving them work. So it's a it's a, a, a symbiosis relationship, and I try to make sure that they understand that um, how much I value them. I work alongside them. I don't have to, but I get out there. I cut down trees. I do everything so they know that, hey, the boss works right with us. I could easily sit back and watch them work, but I always get in there and work. I may not work as much as them, but I want them to know I can do it too. Mm-hmm. And like, I, Listen, I can't replace you because when I worked at a job, I – my employees would play with me, and I would fire them and go in there and fire chicken in their spot and still run the whole place. That's called doing multitasking and stuff of that nature. So you started seven years ago. What's the name of your company? Lawn Spa. And what made you select that name? Um, my wife came up with it. She came up with it, and so we ran with it. So she didn't give you a reason why? Like- no, I mean, it, it first was called um, DJ Lawns R Us. Say what now? DJ Lons R Us. That was the, the, the official name in the beginning. And then she was like, it was too long. And there were a, lot of, was. And there were a lot of Lons R Us, so that's why I put DJ on the front of it. What does DJ stand for? Disc jockey? No, my, my initials. Derek? Dion Johnson. Dion Johnson. Yeah. Okay. So DJ, that was just too much. 
Yeah, so and when came. people do stuff like that, I'd be like, you just want your name in it just to say you're on a business, on a business. You got to well, take this serious. Well, no, I wanted Lawns Are Us, but it was already taken. So I just put DJ in front of it. What What Lawns Are Us stands for? Just help me out. Help me out. Let's That's a, a company, Lawns Are Us. Like Toys Are Us, it's catchy. But I like Lawn Spot because it means like you cater to the lawn and you treat the lawn exactly. as relaxation. It's a, it's a better name, but that's, that's the one we came with. So we've been running with that for the last seven years. So next time you come on my podcast, you have to buy me a T-shirt, a uniform shirt. Sure. Okay. So you have consistent customers who lawns you cut? Yeah. So um, like right now we have national accounts. Um, and so we work with major property management companies. Um, and I've been dealing with them for the last five to seven years. And so we have um, communities where we go in and, you know, like now with everything with the mortgages, the big companies, they buy whole communities and we service the lawns for the whole community. And then we have, you know, one-off houses here and there, but we try to have route density. Uh, so that oh, way it's wow. kind of. So you keep in touch. And so how do you do, what's your internal control to make sure your employees not stealing from you? Well, we have, um, we take pictures like before and after. And that way you can see so that you know that it's been done, it's been performed. And then, the vendors I deal with, they can see it also within the system, so they know that we've done it. So it's like a checks and balances for both parties. So you have a real business, and I respect that. You're not nobody that's just mom and pop. Just oh, no, hustling. no, no. So we, we recently, <clears throat> like two years ago, we had a contract. We got a contract for uh, Texas, Florida, and North Carolina to expand with the companies we already work with. And so the goal is within the next 10 years to be in 20 to 30 states with wow. those existing contracts. So, yeah. Congratulations. I Appreciate need to come that. work with you. I mean, landscaping is hard work, and mm. that's why the industry sees so much turnover because, I mean, mm -hmm. it's 90, 100 degrees out, outside. You're getting stung by bees, hornets. Like, I got stung a couple of years ago. My hands swole up. I mean, it's not for everybody. So do you still cut grass now? Yes. Not every day. Um, but I, like I said, I want to make sure that my guys know that I can do what they do. I get on the roof. I clean gutters. I cut down trees. And I don't do it. All the time, but I want them to know that I can do it. So, so you let you know you are replaceable. I don't. I don't look at it that way because. Well, what's your mindset to letting them know again, that because they ought to know you're the boss? Well, if you had to tell them you're the boss, then you're not the boss. So they automatically know I'm the boss. But because of how our industry is, we're kind of like trucking. Um, it's a high turnover rate. So companies that do well, they retain their people in landscaping. The ones that don't, like that. So for example, the guy I was telling you about who was smoking weed. A week before that, I bought a brand new lawnmower for like $400. He broke it fresh out of the box the first, the first day. So Was he loaded? Clearly he was. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know it. He ran it over the curve. So when you get good people. Don't do drugs. Because <laughs> I don't know what, if he ran over the curve, what was he going to cut? But I'm looking at y'all in the camera. Don't do drugs. So when you get good people, especially in this industry, it's important you hold on to them. So I don't try to, um, like, browbeat my people. It's not like when I worked in corporate America and you had, like, a accountant and you got all these people with accounting degrees. That's different. It's only so many people who know how to climb a tree. And when I say climb it, I mean I need you to climb this tree and not drop the tree on the house because we have insurance, but we haven't used it, thank God. So I don't want you coming out here a weekend warrior and you cutting a tree and it falling in the house and killing somebody. So you have to get good people and pay them. And then, you know, I find myself being a little flexible sometimes when people are late because of how good they are. And that's one of my pet peeves being late, but I sometimes have to just 
Sometimes it'll go away. What I've taught and what I teach people and I taught them a lot and I have to learn myself in business is that you have to pick your battles. You have to know which battle to pick, which one to fight. And see, this guy's giving y'all some um, good information. He's letting y'all know that he started from the bottom and look at him. He have corporate accounts and stuff, and it's lawn care. This is this is not nothing that's just, you know, like people frown up on it. Because I tell people all the time, you got to be a powerful man to go to bed broken, wake up broken, still beat and lay in that bed. Get your lawnmower and go knock on neighbor's door. And I don't know his story, but he's about to share that with us. How did you get started? So that's funny. Like, I was at my last corporate job. I was director for a truck driving school. And we worked Monday through Friday, and we were off on Saturdays and Sundays. And me and my little brother, Josh, I bought two push lawnmowers, and we would cut yards on Saturday and Sunday, like sun up and sundown. And we did that for a whole landscaping season. And then in the off season, one of the clients called me and was like, man, y'all doing a good job. I want to give you, I think it was like a time, like 100 properties a week. And so when that happened, I told my wife, you know, we need to go ahead and get this filed and get ready to make this transition. And so when my job got to a point where it was not working out, I just let it go and started Lawn Spa. We started running full time. And then that's the rest of the story. So Sometimes God will, if you don't go through the doors, he'll open them for you and put you there. Sometimes he closes out the doors yeah. to make and, you go there. It's funny because the crazy thing is I never saw myself leaving corporate America. I always wanted to, to move up and then have my businesses, but it was never going to be able to be what I wanted to be if I was still there. And so it's like when people see you cutting grass, like I used to dress like this all the time, everyday suits. And people see me now in the grocery store, I got grass in my beard and all that. I look homeless. But as a landscaper, owning a company, I make way more. I was making six figures in corporate America. I make way more than what I was making doing that. Mm-hmm. I make in two months what it might take me nine months to make when I was working somebody's job. And you're doing well for yourself. Congratulations. Appreciate that. Congratulations. So are there any tips like motivational quotes you want to, or tips you want to give some of the people and listeners? I mean, you know, it's all about... Why? You know, when you start something, understand why you're doing it. My why is my wife and my kids. So that drives me. If you don't have a strong enough why, and I'm not talking about money, I'm talking about something beyond that, that's going to drive you. Because the days when I've had up days and down days, having trailers stolen, equipment stolen, all kind of things, uh, but you got to keep going. So make sure you have a strong why and just keep going, keep grinding. And you'll get there. So you plan on writing like a coach, be a coach and educate people on that? Yeah, so I, I want to do, um, my wife and I, we're working on a service academy for landscapers because I have three business degrees. So unlike most landscapers, that they, they don't have that. So I have a different background into running a business, having ran corporate business for multi-million dollars. Let me know, I'll help you with the financial part. Appreciate that. So I want to put that together in layman's terms where I can help other minority landscapers navigate how do you get business credit how do you manage your PL? how do you market how do you retain customers all that and put it in a program and then sell it to help my people that's pretty cool i like that i like that that's pretty cool so i am so happy you stopped by i'm so happy talk can you give out your website again it's www.lonspotga.com lonspot georgia lonspot ga yep ga so, so you know you're gonna have to change that well because you, you, if you're going to go in 30 states, you can't just be at GA. You yeah. got to do Universal or Nationwide or West Coast, East Coast. Hey. Yeah, you're right. 
That's something we have to work on. Yeah, you have to get Shaleo uh, Martel to help you with that. They're good with stuff like that. Okay. Yes. But I really appreciate you stopping by. Thanks Thank for having you. me on. Bye, y'all guys.